Why, hi there, ladies and gentlemen. We have reached my favorite point every week of the Midweek War, and that is our talk of Lucha Underground. Joining me this week, uh, our good friend, Bobby F.J. Town. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to talk about Lucha Underground. I'm so happy. I've been waiting for a solid day. <laughs> I have somebody to talk to about this. I was I was talking to coworkers about it today, and I'm like, I know you don't like wrestling, and I know you don't you've never seen wrestling, but it is the best show on television. Amazing. Trying to sell them on it. Uh, and also joining us this week is our good friend in the mainstream media, Mr. Matt Carlins. Uh, uh, I'm in shock. <laughs> My brain's barely able to handle this. Safe to say, best episode of the season ever. Felt like it. <laughs> felt like it. But you know what? That the the season. Don't sell the season premiere short. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean a great season. Pentagon Junior did break Bill Muertes' arm at the end of the first episode <laughs> of the season. Yeah, Let's true. not just throw that away. But I mean, payoffs. The payoffs were everywhere. This was like, it felt like a free one-hour pay-per-view. It was yeah. so packed of stuff. Absolutely. Uh, let's let's dive right into this thing, uh, Bobby. If you could have one word for Lucha Underground, what would it be? Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I, that that's it. Just amazing. How about you, Matt Collins? Um, there's a lot of words I could use to describe this show, but for some reason, the only thing that keeps coming to my head is a word that Johnny Mundo uttered during this episode. <laughs> Slam Town. Yep, we got it on on the bottom of the screen. Take my you to Slam Town. <laughs> yeah, take uh, you to Slam Town. And my and my word for this week is Anima. Yeah. I didn't so, know what it meant until they discussed yeah, it. Yeah, anybody know what it means? <laughs> okay, oh, what, what, what's that translate to? I tried to translate it and translate it into mind, which I don't, which I think is interesting, but I don't know. Well, they described uh, it, but I can't remember what they said. What did they describe it, it? It sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's easy to chant. Yeah, that's always a good thing. And uh, May, and, no, <laughs> different thing. Um, I thought start. they were chanting animal. Animal. The whole time. The whole, I'm like, why are they chanting animals? It makes no sense. Ah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Matt, I'm going to start with you since we saw with Bobby on the last show. Uh, what is your one good thing about Lucha Underground this week? You gotta only pick one. That's a stupid question. Um, <laughs> uh, the main event. I mean, Mill and Phoenix. This is the defining rivalry of Lucha Underground. Mm -hmm. It might be the feud of the year. It might have deserved to have been the feud of last year. Mm -hmm. It's... I... I I don't, this is I this believe. is honestly this is honestly a thing I would put up there with like my top feuds in wrestling. Like this mm -hmm. is the definitely. unstoppable, undead force of destruction, and yet we are at the point where he after he's beaten everybody, he beat Pentagon Junior. and Prince Puma, pinned them both at the same time, and yet we are all certain. That this tiny little man, Phoenix, is our only hope. He can he, beat this his, man. And he's he his only weakness. There, there were I so just, many. I can't. It's just. 
it's crazy. I there, can't believe there, this works. It's it's such a perfect combination. Mm-hmm. There there were so many points in this match where I was just like mouth open, like just <laughs> in shock. Like first off, Phoenix in particular is just covered in blood during the match. Like he is like like his tights are like changing color because of how much blood he's spilling out. Like it's and they showed a picture like, like they showed uh, uh, Mortez's hand and it was like covered in blood. Yeah. I I've like I'm almost like holy crap. Some of the stuff like the, the um the stuff they were doing in that in the crowd and like the uh like even after all they went through like him Phoenix still walking the rail and doing the dive off of it like mm-hmm. that made some, me like gasp. Yeah, his his degree of difficulty for Phoenix's moves are are just off the charts. The Mm -hmm. things that he does, it's just like one of those matches where they just go in and like we're gonna go for everything, and if we blow it, then fine. But they didn't. They hit everything. And and, it's beautiful. And they had a lot of good callbacks to great consequences. I felt Mm -hmm. like the stuff, like the power bomb on the table, like all that stuff. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about because we saw that in the Great Francis match was that he ripped we ripped up Phoenix's mask then, but the, I don't know about you guys, but like the minute Phoenix started ripping up Mills' mask, I was like, this is amazing. This is the greatest yeah. match of all time. Yeah, that was great. I was just like that perfect kind of, you know, that that perfect in ring storytelling that Lucha Underground is very underrated. It's <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. It, and the fans were just crazy, absolutely I, crazy. I love and like Vampiro the... gets up from the announce table, he's like, "I can't take it anymore, Matt. I gotta go." <laughs> you know? go over there, like sure enough, Vamp's like standing up. He's done that a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. I, can, I can't take this. I can't do it. I this. gotta stand up. I can't just sit here. Yeah. The minute Phoenix is Phoenix wins and bolts to the outside, like I just love all the fans like swarming yeah. in on them to celebrate, like. Mm-hmm. That's such a cool moment. And, and I feel like Phoenix has been, like, one of the characters that has grown throughout Lucha and has really become the face of the company. Like, one of the top faces of the company. Like, he is unbelievable. And and I think the win was well-deserved. And, and winning the championship was so well-deserved in such a good moment. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, Bobby... What is your good for Lucha Underground? Uh, the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> that that match, like in in our March Mayhem poll that we're doing, I have Grave Consequences listed as one of my four matches I picked. Mm. Okay, this match may have surpassed it, or at least was an equal to that match, like we were talking yeah. about. I mean, it was it was so well done, so well scripted, so well put together. It just you, you can't ask for anything better. I mean, and, and and like we were saying about how how Phoenix ripped Mil Mil Mortez's mask. You think that Mil Mortez's mask is a part of his like that's a part of him. That's that's not a mask. That's his face. Yeah, the idea that he would be able to at all see his face is just yeah. like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, you I, see like that the little poof of hair sticking out of the yeah. top, and all of a sudden you're like. 
who the hell's under that mask? Yeah, exactly. Person? <laughs> <laughs> you know, is he a zombie? What the hell? <laughs> I really love how, like the way in which the mask was torn, where like there were like the threads or whatever that were kind of coming out, so it almost made him look undead. Yeah, like <laughs> it was so cool. But yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, I'll do my good. I don't. I'll go. Eyes Wild, the main event is amazing. Uh, I really love the opener. I love the trios match, and and as much as I, I, as satisfactory it was to see Phoenix win the Lucha Underground title, I think it was just as satisfactory to see uh, uh, mm-hmm. the unlikely trio to to recapture the, the trios titles. Yeah, I agree. And you know what? You know what I liked about it too is that they didn't try to like. And maybe you guys feel differently, but to me, they didn't try to salvage the Disciples of Death. No. They just let Evilly's Son of Havoc and Angelico go in there and whoop their ass. Mm-hmm. Which I and think like, works perfectly. In a fair fight, in a fair fight where Evilly's isn't hurt and there's no you know, outside interference, they whooped them. They absolutely yeah. housed them. Yeah. And that was probably the most satisfying part is that they made it look, I won't say they made it look easy, but they, they did it in... True that's championship fashion. Of, that's my, that's part of my complaint. One complaint, but you know, there's not much to complain about. Yeah. Well, we'll I think there. it was who won seeing them work together as much as they mm-hmm. did in this match. Like I loved, like especially when they won. I love Angelico being so excited to like give Son of Havoc his belt. Like like little stuff like that. I really liked. Uh, and it was just cool to see all three of them as a unit finally. Like with Evil Lisa's injury mm-hmm. that happened in season one. Like it's cool to see them finally be that trio team again. And not, yeah, it's uh, like whenever other. they're whenever they're actually like working as a team, they are. It feels like they're nearly unstoppable. So at the beginning of the match, when they're just in total sync and they're running at the guys in the corners, and like yeah, if they can bury their differences, they're unstoppable. And that's the story of the team, and it all plays out in the ring. Yeah, and I I, I like what they did with the, the disciples, even the stuff after with the whole stuff with Mill backstage, <laughs> like. Because uh, I think I've said it before, they're, to me, the, the Disciples of Death are almost kind of like the putties and Power That's Rangers. what I was just going to say! <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, they're there to, like, cause havoc, but, like, they aren't, like, the most powerful thing. You know what I mean? Like, they I... I spark. Yeah, and, and when they got beat for the belts, they're just gone now, because, yeah. you know, they've, they've served their purpose in the story of Lucha Underground. That's what I was just going to say about the, the putties. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I really love that match. Um, can you think, Matt Carlin's? Can you think of a bad for this week? Um, I actually did uh, think of a bad thing for this week. Um, I'm wondering if uh, I'm concerned that Rey Mysterio may have furnished alcohol to a minor during this <laughs> episode. I think he's. I think he's. A, I think El Dragon is Tekka's of age. Like, wait, is he a child? <laughs> wait, 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 wait for it. Is he? <laughs> in fairness, in fairness, um, last week we did get that that um that whole hey I was watching that thing with yeah, the famous mysterious Jesus El, El Dragon Teen <laughs> Angsteca, um, and uh, well the, the other fun part about that as, as I was working this through my imagination, all, all bad things lead to more good things. I'm like, well, if he did provide alcohol to a minor. Maybe officers Reyes and Ryan will arrest him <laughs> in a future episode. Yeah. That's an idea. Don't blow your cover um, to arrest Raymond Mysterio for providing alcohol to a minor, Reyes. <laughs> no. Drink this Jesus juice. Anyway. Jesus. Oh, I guess uh, it's like Kool-Aid. 
Uh, yeah, but uh, also going into that segment, uh, we found out that they've both been invited to participate yeah. in Aztec Warfare next week. Which is a minute, like, he gave him the letter and stuff like that, and they sort of revealed it, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And then when Ray pulled out his letter, I was like, this is amazing. This is the best thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to see how Dragon Azteca Jr. debut. Yeah, definitely. I don't think it's going to end well for him. Oh, <laughs> well, the way things are looking. We'll get to that in a second. The things are looking. That one's uh, looking good. Uh, Bobby, uh, what is your good... Or, excuse me, what is your bad for this week? My, my bad is... Um, has something to do with the Trios Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I like the fact that they have a Trios Championship, but to me, they don't have... They haven't built as many good teams to compete for the Trios Championship, if that makes sense. Okay. Like... The putties were the only ones, and then the crew. Well, the I mean, crew's they, down. The crew's down, man. Well, they are, but they got Chavo now, so. But, eh. I I I, <laughs> I see your point. Uh, I the way I see it, who knows what we're gonna see this rest of the maybe, season. Maybe I a could, team. Maybe a team of Marty the Moth, his sister, and um, somebody else. Yeah, I mean we've we've had a, a lot of a certain police officer. We do have teams, <laughs> yeah. like, sort of teams forming, like yeah. like uh, like maybe something in that case. Also Aerosmith, like Drago, PJ Black, and, Jack Evans. Yeah, yeah. Like we got, truck club. Yeah, we got a lot of tag teams forming. <laughs> <Nutra that>. club. <laughs> 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 like if you threw in like another member, I could see that yeah. working. But uh, yeah, I, I I trust Lucha because I think in the sense of their the way they tell their narrative, like I I, I think they have a place for. What's coming of the trios? Yeah, and plus I think I think it's gonna tie maybe tie into the tribes thing. How they were talking about yeah. uniting the seven tribes. Maybe that's maybe that's part of it too. Um, but as of right now, it's only uh, Angelico, uh, Son of Havoc, and Evilise. Mm. <laughs> that's the only teams that that they have that with three. But that that and that's a minor grape. I mean, yeah, it's fine. The putties uh, serve their purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, second week in the row, but I'm actually going to pass on my bad. I don't oh, think it's wow. fair for I don't think it's fair for me to say anything bad about this show. <laughs> I, I there's nothing I could say that would would I, I, I just can't I just can't um, I, I can't honestly say. Um, uh, let's do a change then. What would be your change for this week, Matt Carlos? Um, I felt like the Chavo Tejano match kind of got a little bit overshadowed by the other stuff that was on yeah. this show. It wasn't as And uh, I thought the match itself was fine. It served a purpose. It told a story. It was good. There was nothing wrong with it. Um, I just think it needed some room to breathe. Um, and maybe if there's an opportunity to maybe swap it for another show with a match on another show, and maybe, I don't know, let's, yeah. let's get another Cobra Moon squash on this. Mm-hmm. I, I miss Cobra Moon. Man. Mm-hmm. I need to see her yeah. killing people again. She can go. Cobra, no, <laughs> can uh, I, I I agree. I I I think that's the thing you can say is that it, it got lost definitely, mm-hmm. and I think that that may have been the biggest thing. But yeah, uh, uh, Bobby, what would you change? change? <laughs> Where I, I never thought I would say this. Where was Famous B this week? Yeah, we we didn't have Famous B. Dying to know what the purpose of the promos are with Famous B. What happened with Brenda? I want to know. I, I don't know why. I just want to know. Why did he say he was retired last week? 
Like, he's yeah. a retired fighter. I was like, wait, wait, you're not coming back? you, you got a character now. <laughs> you're not showing up for Aztec Warfare? Yeah. Well, we don't know. Maybe we'll... And, well, yeah, Bobby, I mean, speculation, but that's part of the fun. Uh, maybe things will go really bad for Al's Dragon Azteca next week, and he'll, maybe he'll make the call. Oh, that would be perfect. Get <laughs> fame. And maybe, I mean, who knows what famous beat can turn El Dragon Azteca that into would be with that magic wand. He might turn into <laughs> Cage or something. I don't know what the hell he turned into. <laughs> that would be really good, actually. Like, he, yeah. he, he loses once and realizes, and, like, has self-doubt the famous beat. He just walks to me and like, hey, also, I'm watching on demand. Have there been the last three weeks? Have there been any like tags at the end of the show, or have they just ended the show with the last? Uh, I think like two. Like last week, we had. There the, have not been. Yeah, I, I missed that. I was we, like, oh, there's not nothing. Not the last two weeks. Was, there haven't been uh, yeah. anything. Yeah, last week we had the the Phoenix Milt where to stare down. Yeah, yeah. And we had the stuff with with Phoenix at the end. So yeah. I, but I think before that we usually have like a, a kind of a closing thing. Yeah, there was I I just missed that this week. I was like, oh, nothing nothing to tease. Yeah. Other but, than the the the, the Matanza thing, which was I was gonna say before. we'll get to that. We'll, yeah. <laughs> little boy. Um. Uh. My change for this week, I would have loved maybe a small segment with Ricky Reyes and Joey Ryan after Reyes walked out on, yeah, yeah. on Chavo. Uh. Uh. Who knows? Maybe we'll get that next week. So I'll, I'll keep that in mind. I must have missed that. I didn't see him walk out. Well, he was like right in the beginning of the match. Oh, like, okay. Like Chavo was like get in there and fight uh, Tejano, and then both him and uh, Mr. Cisco like stepped out off the apron. Oh, and, like, I must have missed that. Fight your own battle. Oh. So yeah. I think that's interesting. Yeah, I think obviously they may have something to play with this whole undercover cop business. Um. But let's get into the seven. I seven. can't wait to see what's going to happen because I, I, you know, <laughs> I, I feel like, <laughs> oh man, I can't wait to see it. Oh my gosh, I, I just love the uh, the undercover cop thing, just like hanging over him, and just <laughs> Mister Cisco is going to find out, and it's going to be fantastic. So I love that. Yeah, I can't wait. Let's let's get into some of the stuff we didn't get to talk about. Yeah, there are a couple segments we didn't get to talk about. One, I don't know about you guys, but I love that opening. With Phoenix and and Katrina, oh yeah, yeah. She said she was. Yeah, was like, really you good. Can bring me back to life. I'm like, what? And then like, play off that there's like some kind of like, oh, I don't really want to say sexual tension, but like there's some kind of like relationship thing there. And she was like crying afterwards. I was like, this is just a big there's something loophole. deeper. Yeah. Yeah, like this is a big that there is this was not simply her using him. That there might have been something else. Uh, Going on. Well, I love that she mentioned she's like maybe I made a mistake, uh, you know, not, you know, staying with you because there was that period where she, you know, it we felt that she would had left Mill for Phoenix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's very interesting. I I found it really interesting when she mentioned like Mill's gonna beat you tonight, and then I'm gonna like I I'm paraphrasing, but Mill's gonna beat you tonight, and then I'm going to live eternally. Uh yeah. So so Katrina's a ghost, right? I don't. I, I don't. I. I also love the theory. Uh, uh, one of the many theories about Katrina is that she's basically, like, I can't think of the name of the movie. You remember the movie? Um, what is it? Uh, what is that horror movie where it's an adopt adopted girl or whatever? Um, orphan. Orphan. Where it? But the plot twist is that she's really like eighty years old. Yeah. But she just looks like fifteen. Spoiler alert. 
Spoiler alert. <laughs> if you ever watch the sequel, who cares? Who cares? Like, I, I like that theory. <laughs> is that she's really, like, 80 or 90 years old, but she is in the body of a 20-year-old woman. Yeah. Because she's a I ghost. Like, like, the ghost, like, the spirit is inhabiting a younger person's body. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, and, and Phoenix like, is... Like, it's a possession? I yeah, like Fe- Brandon Stroud's theory that she's deaf. Yeah. Period. That, that is yeah. Well, But I just love that, you know, the idea... Going back to, like, the symbolism of Phoenix being the man of a thousand lives and mm. Bill being the man of a thousand deaths, like, who else to give Katrina life than Phoenix? Mm-hmm. So I, I thought it was really cool. <laughs> um, I also want to mention the the kind of Aztec warfare kind of uh, backstage thing we got with Prince Puma and Johnny Mundo. <laughs> Taking the slam down. Johnny Mundo. Thank you, Johnny Mundo, for everything you do. I love his AutoZone spots. <laughs> I, I miss those now. I have them on demand. <laughs> it's just him like doing push-ups and yeah. be like, you know. Who was the Lucha, Lucha Dora of the Week this week? Uh, Mil Muertes was the oh, Cricket Wireless okay. Lucha Dora of the Week. Okay. <laughs> keep, keep you up. Keep you up to date on that one. Thank you. Thank you. I don't so, have that privilege anymore. <laughs> and then and then I just love the end end shot of Prince Puma punching through a punchy bag. Yeah. It's just like Which that's from season one too, because he did that Yeah. He did that in the beginning of the show. I, I love that the thing I love that's the kind of Question. thing I love about Lucha where it's like so out of out there that it works. Question. Conan's dead, right? Not I think I think we can confirm Conan's dead. I, Conan's I think they dead. killed him off. I that's that makes me sad. And and the the nice thing about that is that it, it, not that you not that this season really needs any help, but that kind of officially pushed the season body count over yeah. season one. Yeah. You cleared it's it officially with Conan instead. We didn't know. <laughs> oh yeah, there was more than that, but that's fair. Oh, yeah, I mean, Matanz has been eating people in the yeah. uh, in the uh, Beta Temple for Beta temple. who knows how long? <laughs> who knows how long? Beta Test Temple. So so let's Test get to temple. that. Because yeah. I know we've been waiting to talk about that. Um, yeah. This is obviously a big episode because of the title changes and the matches, but bigger than anything of that, I feel, <laughs> we get our first glimpse. First real kind of glimpse yeah. of yeah. Tanza. And oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think they were going to show him? Like they, they, it looked like for a second I was like, they're going to show him, and they kind of zoomed into this dark door, and I'm like, I, oh, I guess they were going to cut away. And then here he comes, I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, And this whole time, like, this whole time, I think it's so, you know, I, I was very puzzled, because it's like, I, you you think, oh, it's going to be a, it's going to have to be a wrestler. Like, because mm-hmm. he's going to have to make, like, some kind of, like, at least appearance on the actual like, temple sort of part of it. And I was like, how are they going to portray, like, a monster, like, a, like an animalistic monster through, like, somebody in a, in a oh, through a per, an actual person in a get-up? Mm-hmm. And this sold it for me. Like, it was, yeah. he's gigantic. You, he's, you know what I thought he looked like? He, he looks like Bane from the comics, uh-huh. but from a horror movie. Yeah. That that's what he looks like, it, it, and it's amazing. It's 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 very much Bane meets uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Yep, exactly. It's exactly. And he's, 
he just comes out covered in blood. Yeah. Like, just gross amounts of blood. I wonder if the blood will still be on him next week. I love the idea that he'll just come into the temple just covered in blood. Yeah. And and he's just this animal that's just, you know... I, I'm so excited. <laughs> and because and, also, Dollar mentioned they're making their way back to the temple now. So... Mm. Oh, I mean, like... Like, it's in... I mean, my mind is racing trying to think of, like, how far they're going to try to push this. Yeah, are they going like, to make it to Is he going to eat an audience member? Like, what's going to happen? Like, if he gets in the <laughs> ring, I mean, I mean, I know this is, this is a joke. The chains are off. I mean, he's going to run wild. <laughs> and then, oh, then Vampire's going, he's going to eat an audience member, and Vampire's going to be like, man, that takes me back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cannibalism it takes me back. That's what I like uh, to see, Matt. I like to see these guys. We'll do I gotta anything. get out of here. Yeah. I can't take this anymore. I was like, I'll stand up. Um, but yeah, I'm, uh, but I'm so excited. So these guys have had a long time to think about how they're going to present Matanza. <laughs> um, if any of you guys out there, uh, loyal members of the Mayhem universe, listen to the uh, Indie Mayhem show where we talk to. Krista mm-hmm. Joseph a mm-hmm. while back. Was that the indie or was that the wrestling? Uh, I think we talked to him on both. We talked to Krista Joseph the last time and he was talking about um, that Matanza was initially going to come around in season one and he was going to be a big part of season one. It didn't end up happening and he just kept kind of getting pushed back, pushed back, pushed back until they realized that they had the mystery was even more powerful than the actual thing. Um, so they've had this germ in their mind for like what over a year at least mm. about how they were going to roll this guy out but they're yeah just, it's going to be something else there was one triple a wrestler that i thought it might have been and that i don't know if you guys have ever heard of granda i'm not he kind of looks like the devil oh I, I know i know i think he's got like a full like red devil yeah thing. yeah I, I thought it might have been him but i guess not yeah, it's that not, could be a that could be an interesting idea. I mean, I mean, I wonder if they're gonna bring him in at some point too, because uh, he's a, he's he's a cool. He would fit Lucha Underground, I think. Yeah, and he's yeah. AAA. So. I, I I I don't know. I can't remember if they're AAA or not. But what are the? Uh, and I don't know if they're the team would bring in Lucha Underground. But I think they have like an insane clown team, like not insane clown posse, but they're demon clowns. No, yeah. Oh, nice. A psycho circus deal. Yeah, yeah, something along those lines. Like, yeah. like, but you look at gimmicks like that, and you're like, that fits Lucha Underground perfectly. Like, but uh, I, I think it's interesting. I, I definitely, I definitely am intrigued with because, uh, like, like I mentioned, you don't know if they're coming by Aztec Warfare. You don't know if it's going to be a couple weeks. You know, they just said they're coming. So, if you haven't seen Granda, this is this is Granda. Can you see him? There we go. Yeah, yep. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that, he looks cool. Yeah, definitely. I I think, I think there are uh, there were definitely a lot of options. I feel like Lee Jordan could go with it, but I love that they went with that gore factor. Mm-hmm. Like especially with some character, they, like a character they built up in the way they built Matanza. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I'm so pumped. I'm pumped to see him. I'm pumped to see Mysterio and El Dragon Estaca Junior. Um. So much cool stuff coming. I'm, I hope I'm that's good. what they call him too. Oh, this thing's gonna be stacked. If yeah. they do show up for the Aztec Warfare, but this yeah. could be like 20 men. It's going to be insane. Like, the star power is off the charts. They're throwing and, and everything at it. Weren't they talking on, on uh, 
I know we're not allowed. We're not supposed to mention other podcasts. But <laughs> how, how they were they mentioned on uh, Matt McCarthy mentioned it this week. How he I don't know if it was this week or a different week, but he went back and watched the first episode of Lucha Underground, mm-hmm. and how he he noticed that he didn't realize it at the time, but El Dragon Azteca, the original one, was talking to the kid in the hoodie that was the guard of the temple, which eventually became El Dragon Azteca Jr. Yeah. Like, he was talking to him. He didn't realize that at the beginning. And then he's like, oh, my gosh, like, that, you know, like, the whole loop stayed through with the the whole show, and, like, I didn't notice that either. Like, that's pretty cool that they, like, kept that thread and didn't, like, really allude to that, but they they got to it. Yeah, definitely. Through storylines, what a what a neat idea! Huh? <laughs> Funny idea. Funny how and that works. Following up on storylines, <laughs> uh, and and also we didn't even get to mention, I guess, the interesting note from Aztec Warfare, which was made right after the main yeah. event, which is that it's no longer for a number one contendership shot; it's for the Lucha Underground Championship. Yeah, yeah. And Phoenix and, is standard number one. Phoenix is number one, and Mil Muertes is number twenty. Twenty. <laughs> uh, I love that. I I think it's it's very cool. Um, Amazing. A nice little twist. To, to add to the whole thing. Uh, and I think it's also interesting that the Gift of the Gods is floating out there. Yeah. So, we don't know what... Yeah, it's going to be time to fight over a little metal soon. <laughs> Are they going to do it the same way again with the medallions? I, I assume I so, so, yeah. Okay. Which I think is great, because I love those. I love the builds. And I love... Let's see how Katrina medals. handles it this time. Yeah, because especially if Katrina's in control, like, I, I think that'll be interesting. Yeah, because last year Dario was like... You did me a favor. Here, have a medal, and then other people would be like, "Have a three-way fight for I, it." You know? I do miss when the door opens to Dario Quito's office. The da da da. I miss well, that. Well, I mean, hey, I mean, where, where there's Matanza showing up, yeah, yeah, there's going to be Dario Quito. And when Dario rolls back into that temple, you think you've heard that crowd yep. get loud before? Oh yeah, that would yeah. probably be the biggest pop of the Loud when they see Dario Quito, they will go wild. Because, uh, I mean, they're not privy to the stuff that we've been seeing, you know, the backstage yeah. stuff and yeah. whatnot. Yeah, no, IGM Matanz is coming. A little yeah. bit of confusion about exactly where the hell he is. Um, and when he finally does show up, I I think there's going to be so much excitement to, to see him back. Because they got to be wondering if, like, they, where is he? Where's Dario? You know, is he not coming back, you know? Yeah. But yeah, that is this week's episode of Underground. Uh, guys, can I, do I even have to ask where we rank this week? Numero uno. <laughs> Numero uno. Numero uno as well. Uh, like I said on Twitter, best show on TV right now. It's mm-hmm. cut them off. Uh, yeah, that's our link to underground section of the midweek war this week. Bobby F J Town. Where can people find you on Twitter? People can find me at Bobby F J Town on Twitter. Insert coin Boss battles back, and we're putting up new episodes when we get to them. <laughs> <laughs> And Matt Carlin's, where can people find you on Twitter? You could find me on Twitter at Mainstream Matt. Find your friends, find your fellow believers, tell them all about this podcast. Tell them you have found the Lucha Underground podcast for people who love Lucha Underground. No haters <laughs> allowed, no, no backhanded compliments, just straight up love and appreciation for the best wrestling show on television. Mm-hmm. And tell your friends, because this is the place where you need to be.
Absolutely. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Amen2Please and also check out a little wrestling promotion I'm involved with called Inspire Pro Wrestling and InspireProWrestling.com. Also, check us out on WrestlingMayhemShow.com. That's where you'll find all the stuff from our shows to our articles that uh, our, our good friend Matt Carlin's writes up from time to time. Uh, uh, lots of great stuff. You can donate to us on Patreon. You can support us through ProWrestlingTees.com and so much more. All that over at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. But for Eamon Payton, for, or excuse me, for myself, why am I talking to the third person? <laughs> almost, almost went through this without a glitch. smell what Eamon Payton's cooking. Oh, God. I almost made it. Uh, for myself, for Bobby F.J. Town, for Matt Carlins, this has been The Midweek War. It's not gone yet. It's not gone yet. <laughs> Adios. Is it? Hey, Bobby. <laughs>